Hi, welcome to Calm Waters. I'm your host, Wendy Lee. I want to thank you so much for joining me today. And today I actually have a special guest that I have been talking about for the longest time. And my honey, my spouse, is here with us today. And we're going to be talking about travel anxiety. Thanks for having me on the show, Wendy. This is awesome. I, I know how much you, time you put into this to help people and yourself, and uh, it's nice to be here. Well, I'm glad you're here, and I'm sure our listeners are in for a uh, maybe a little laughter, maybe a little um, <laughs> comic relief today, because usually we are just that way when we're together. So, Usually. Usually, but we are going to be ourselves, so... Obviously, we may, uh, I don't know, we'll see where this is going to go, but we are actually um, on vacation. We left yesterday, and it's been uh, quite the 24 hours, to say the least. It hasn't been all that bad, but um, I'll let my sweetie talk a little bit about (laughs) about our anxiety when we travel. (laughs) So, actually, yesterday was kind of good for me because... I had a plan to get up in the morning, and uh, I got up around 5, 5.30. I was at the office by 6, because I wanted to, I like to get stuff done before I leave. And leaving on a Saturday was the first time I can remember doing that uh, yesterday. So um, by getting the office early, uh, I was able to organize, shred some paperwork, and do a lot of different you know things in the office for about four or five hours. I think I left the office about 12 noon yesterday to head home to get ready for the... Um, driver to pick us up to go to the airport so that was kind of cool so I felt really really accomplished and relaxed by just getting a lot of stuff done before the trip and also leaving on a Saturday for the first time that I can remember uh, was actually pretty calming too and I felt calmer at the airport because of that you definitely were I will say that that's probably the first time that I feel that you have been a lot more pleasant to be around not that you're not pleasant to be around but we both can run high I, I and got it. i got it but i think what it was was that by going and doing all that stuff ahead of time i felt like i had completed a, a really giant task which was i had to shred a ton of paper i have a, an issue with paper and um so what i do is i collect a lot of paper print a lot of stuff out i'm trying to get away from that so i've had a purge it's been going on for a couple weekends uh at least to try to purge a lot of uh, paperwork from my office. I'm an insurance agent. We deal with a lot of customers over time. And what I'm trying to get rid of is... Uh, like writing down things writing on... Writing down things on pads of paper, uh, things I print out, um, just, you know, your normal tasks that you give to your to employees. Uh, being an employer, there's a lot of, you know, paper that comes through our office in the insurance business. And it's, it's, it's a lot. So... To go in on a Saturday or going in on Saturdays and then travel the same day, I just felt a, just a sense of accomplishment of getting that all done and then being able to get on a plane. Just, it's just very liberating yesterday. So I think that's why I was in a good mood, actually. Which is true. And I know for me, when he's doing this at the office, because it's like a thing for him, like he has to organize and go through papers, usually the day that we travel. And it, it does drive me crazy, but I think I've... come to it does but I think I've come to realize too like you bring up that I and I think I've told you guys the listeners this before is that I have a really hard time packing for a trip in fact I 
go through my suitcase probably more than 10 times. And I know that my husband knows this too, that I, um, I, I have to ask him over and over to help me and go through outfits. And he's, you know, wonderful enough to do that. I don't know many husbands and spouses and boyfriends and all that, that would do that for their significant other. But he knows that I, I think part of it for me is just not having everything that I need when I travel to make me feel comfortable. So for me, I, I've come a long way in doing that. And I know that my, I make a nice list and I have to go through, but I think I've gotten better with that. Wouldn't you say? You have, it's just, but it's still it's, there. It's a stressor for you. And it's one of those things that's hard to watch. Like it is probably hard for you to watch me with paper and shredding paper. That's so, what I was getting to. So, exactly. So I understand it. And I think what we've learned and I have to remind you is the patience piece because I have OCD with certain things and paper's one of them. Um, locks, closing the office up and locking doors. And if I had to do it all over again, I wouldn't have so many damn doors in my office <laughs> when I when I first had, a dream, so true. had, had the build out done. So um, that just slows things down. And so um, because of that, and the, and, the, and the whole thing of keeping paper, it's, it's just a stressor for me like it is for you for packing. So we both get it. We both are impatient at times, but I think we've gotten a lot better overall with that we have and i think that um we're going to continue hopefully to get better and i know that the more that i travel because as a child i didn't travel and i think you traveled more probably with your family and 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 as you got older with business you traveled everywhere whereas for me Growing up, my family, the big hurrah was maybe every two years going to Baraboo, Wisconsin. That was the big hurrah. And staying at, I remember it was the blue and white motel with the swimming pool outside. <laughs> there was nothing to it, but that was our that was our vacation every couple years. See, and I, and I traveled, I've always traveled, I think, since college. I mean, we traveled a little bit growing up. I mean... My favorite destination as a kid was St. Louis. That was our biggest trip, you know, when I was with my family. And we didn't really travel that many. I can, I can count on my hand how many places we really went. I mean, we didn't travel a lot as a kid either, as kids, I should say, uh, my sister and I. Um, but then when I got into the insurance business, I started getting awards and stuff like that. And they were travel awards. I just really took notice to traveling. I mean, I did a little bit of travel before I was in insurance, you know, around outside the United States. But then when I started traveling, it just became easy. I had a really good role model for traveling. That was my father who was in the Navy. And I don't know if people, you know, I have military family members or know people in the military, but they are like so disciplined when it comes to certain things. And traveling is one of them. And my dad, when I was a young kid, when, when I traveled with him a little bit, he'd show me how to pack. So packing to me, I had someone show me to pack. You never had that. And, and, I, and I think that's the thing is like, he sit there and go, okay, you roll up your underwear, your socks, your clothes, you know, you do it like this, they're gonna be wrinkled anyway, so just get everything you can and, and take as much, you know, you, you don't have to use that much space in a suitcase if you do it this way. And he, and he was like a Cub Scout, I was a Cub Scout, but I mean, he was like a, the Boy Scout of packing. So that was a great role model. And I think, you know, traveling, when I started traveling around the world and stuff like that, I didn't have to take a lot of suitcases and stuff like that. I knew I could travel lightly. So for me to watch you go through it, it's very painful to watch because I was taught something. And I think it's probably painful for you to watch me with my organization with yes. paper because you somehow were taught how to purge stuff a lot better, even though I know your mom has trouble with a lot of things too. So where did you get, where did you get your, 
I think for me, I I just, well, I just think for me, um, seeing that my, my mom does have trouble throwing things away and that she saves a lot of things. I think for me watching that and, um, just feeling so cluttered in, um, and I apologize, there's a siren going off where we are here, um, which I can't avoid, but I think for me, um, I know growing up, I don't remember at all my mom being that way. And so, you know, things were always pretty neat and, and clean. And I don't remember us having a lot of stuff. But as you know, and we what, all know. What, what caused you to, think to be that way? I'm not trying to go off on a tangent. No, no. But I think, I think me personally, I think that just learning from other people and feeling good when everything is in order. No, I was going back to your mom when she gather stuff around if I could just do that for a second right. because because to me that's you know but, but that happens from trauma though and right. I think but my but what I was trying to get at is my mom didn't start essentially hoarding things I mean she's not awful awful but she didn't start doing that until she had trauma in her life okay. Okay. so as she got older and divorced my dad and other things you know occurred it triggered this need to save things because I think for her though and she's verbalized to me that she does that because this way she feels like she always has what people want she likes to feel needed and See, wanted and that's different than me because mine's more of an OCD thing I don't want to throw stuff out that I think could like be valuable like I'm gonna throw this out if I don't I have to read everything before I throw it out so right that's... but for her it's different for her she's literally told me well, I know that I want to always have something for someone. She doesn't like to disappoint people. Yeah. And that's where, you know, you guys all know, listening, that we talk about different mental health things all the time. That's what this channel's for. Um, or that's what this podcast is for. But, I mean, I just know personally that, you know, um, we're all on a journey. And all of us have different things. We all have things that we deal with. For my mom, it's that. For um, my spouse, like for you, it's, it's, you know, your, your paper for me. I mean, we all have something for, you, it's packing. for me, it's packing. And what we were going to get at too, is coming into a new space. Like we did last night and we flew in late. So we didn't get into like eight 30, which is late for me. Cause normally I'm in bed, you know, by nine or 10, I'm already tired. We're in a different altitude. So I get altitude sickness usually for the first 24 hours, which I'm actually surprised how well I'm doing today. But I think it's because I have electrolyte water and well, I was I, able to sleep. We're in the desert too. And I think that Phoenix is different than Sedona. I mean, that was just a weird last time we were here in October. We had to go to, into Sedona and we were going through a higher uh, elevation. So yes. I, I mean, we are in the desert. So I mean, there is some elevation in Phoenix. But it's nothing like Sedona, so I don't think you're going to get us sick. Right. And I think, too, that because we had such a successful travel day, which one thing that I wanted to let you guys know that helps me with my anxiety, which, oddly enough, it was so empty yesterday at the airport, I didn't have to use it. But I did get that TSA pre-check, so I finally did that. So if any of you do suffer from travel anxiety, you may want to look into getting that because you get to go through the shorter line. You don't have to take your shoes off. It's less invasive than the longer line, but in the end, you're still going to get to your destination. It just also, makes it better. But going back to us getting in late and stuff, we did have some issues at the new place we're staying at. Nothing earth shattering. It's just what we kind of 
kind of look at it and say, okay, we got some issues here we got to work out, but we got into the condo, which I had stayed at the exact same condo three months ago, but of course I don't realize things as I'm a guy and when he knows details. So we had, you know, just a, kind of a laundry list of stuff that was missing from the condo to, for everyday use. Like to be comfortable. I think that for me, because I, I do like to cook a lot of my meals because I, you know, you guys know I'm in menopause. I'm you know, wanting to eat better. I want to eat more um, plant-based and more uh, home-cooked meals rather than eating out. So for me, I like a stocked kitchen. Now, granted, when you are renting somewhere, you're not going to get every single thing, but this is really bare bones minimum. And I think it threw me last night as we, you know, we got off the plane, we um, Ubered it to the place we're at now. Right below us that where we're staying is um, a supermarket so it's nice because we can just literally go down there and we we did go there but it was late it's like 10 o'clock i had such a headache and i'm trying to you know buy food so we can eat i wanted to buy stuff for our breakfast and i think we were both so tired and hungry and just wanting to get out of there that i literally could not even think and if it wasn't for um for you being with me and helping me and he's like are you okay and he could tell that i was so off in the store but then we came up to our place that we're staying and I'm trying to cook and there's not a lot of, you know, things to cook with. So cooking essentials. Yes. And, and it was just, it was just more for me. It's like, like you were saying earlier, it's not so much that maybe I have all this anxiety as it is. I'm, I am out of my comfort zone and it's not our things. It's well, not said, our well, you kitchen. Said something interesting. You, I, I asked you because I could tell you're out and I, I wasn't trying to be a smart ass or anything. I just said, did you travel a lot in your last marriage? And your answer was no, we went to Lake Geneva. So again, this is something that, you know, we're getting used to traveling together, even though we've traveled together for the last few years, but we're learning how each other travels. And I think it's to, to me, it's like, you know, what, what's a panic to, to Wendy is not a panic to me. I mean, if, we're, if I'm missing cooking utensils I'm like okay there's tomorrow we'll figure this out tomorrow Wendy though because of her travel anxiety or whatever you want to call it needs everything like right there and then I'm like no 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 no. Like, so true and, I, and I'm like but just relax we'll, we'll get a list going we'll, we'll call the you know people uh, that are running the show here for this condo and get things straightened out tomorrow but I know how Wendy is she's like nope we're gonna go to a, a, a apartment store we're gonna buy all this stuff tomorrow I'm like no 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 Right, enough, and he's we paid, right. We paid enough money right. with this place. We're going to take a time out. We're going to cook what we can cook tonight, regroup tomorrow. We'll be in a better state of mind. But, you know, again, I'm I'm more relaxed than she is on certain things. She's more relaxed on other things that I'm not relaxed at. So, right, so you know, like... You know, that's what we're doing this podcast. Right, right, and like you said, too, we are still learning. We haven't even... We've only been married a little over a year. And so it's like we're still learning how one another travels and how, you know, I have to be um, more patient with what he needs to do to make himself okay when he travels and same as, you know, him being patient with me. And I think too that I need to, I don't wanna say high maintenance because when, you know, but I know I can be and it seems like I am, but really it's, it's just it's, my it's, comfort. It's and, not even comforts, you know what you want. And, right. And to me, I'm, I'm more, lackadaisical about that stuff. I'm kind of like, I can just go with the flow. Right. 
you know. And I think it's easier for guys to go with the flow too when you travel. It is as a guy, but I think too when you've traveled so much, you're used to you're used to it. To to to, you know, things aren't going to be perfect, and they're not going to be like your house or your exactly where you live. And you just got to deal with it when you get there. And I think that's the that's the challenge that you may have. And I mean, there's chances I have too. But I think that's part of it. And I think that once you get past that, and it's like you know what, it's it is 80 degrees here today in Chicago. It's you know going to be 45 or whatever. So right. And you brought up a good point a little while ago about when we were taught when we were talking about what we wanted to discuss on the podcast. I know that you had said you know that last night you were trying so hard, and I love you for that being more positive because I was in a bad place last night with my headache and hungry and and I know he was too but he was more positive and like hey you know we have to just be more positive about this we're not out camping not that camping's bad or anything but I know for us we don't camp and so I think you know we were just saying we're in this very nice you know condo and it is nice and it's you know we have nice scenery and it's beautiful out and I have to and sometimes when you when you are, you know, tired and hungry and your needs aren't met and you have a headache, you you can't get to that positive place. So I think it's good to have a partner that remembers like, okay, I know that you're really struggling right now, but we have to try and be more positive about this and not, you know, not, not act not, like they're like these are these huge problems right. when really they're not. Well, it's it's just, just I'm out of my was, comfort it zone. It was a downward spiral. I mean, to the end of the night, the shade wouldn't go down. There's a parking garage across the way and there's light coming in. So how are we going to sleep? So it got to a point where it's like every single thing was wrong and it really wasn't. I mean, it, was it wasn't. We were fine. We were just tired. But I think just knowing that about one another and knowing you know, to be mindful to the other person and be patient with the other person is huge because, you know, we both can get snippy and we both can get like rude to each other and say things we don't mean. And I think that we are definitely um, uh, a lot further than we've ever been when we travel together, I think. I think that we have a long way to go, but we've, we're definitely knowing. Well, and also I'm gonna give you a tip when you're traveling, not that you guys need tips or anything like that, but the one thing that was a lot less stressful was the airport when we arrived. We did not have to run and get a rental car because uh, the rental cars are going for about $100 a day. Thank you, every rental car agency out there. Um, but uh, yeah, thousand dollars it would have been for the ten day stay, and we it's got ridiculous. A, and we got a, and we got an Uber, and the guy was so nice. And in anyway, bottom line is is that if if you can avoid getting rental cars on your trip and just and just you know or walk, would, walk to different places, it, you'll not only get your exercise in, but you'll. You're yeah. saving money, you're saving gas. It I mean, be, everything, it, 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 it's it, it, huge. If you want to take stressors out of travel, don't get a rental car. And just, if you can if avoid you, it. If, if you can avoid it. If you have to get one, then obviously you got to travel with one, get one, you need it. But um, it's the second trip to Arizona I've taken uh, without a rental car. And the first one was a complete nightmare. So, um, yeah, And they do have scooters, which I'm kind of looking forward to trying those out here pretty soon when we're done with this. We're going to get ready and head out and try to just explore kind of where we're at. We're going to do some walking and do uh, some scootering around and just try to have more fun because I think that's another thing when couples travel sometimes that maybe run a little bit high like like you and I do. Sometimes we get trapped into being so serious and I know that I'm at fault for this and I 
want to make this trip more fun. I want to become more fun because we used to be a lot more fun, but I think we've gotten so conditioned over time sometimes to take everything so seriously that it takes the fun out of remembering why we're here in the first place. And that is to obviously visit with your son, but it's also to get back to a place where you and I can get a little bit closer again and, and kind of, kind of get that little spark back that we, you know, I mean, we've only been married a year, but we are, we do run high as people, you and I, and I know that it's just nice for us to be alone a little bit and to kind of, again, get to know each other again as friends and have fun and just be playful. (laughs) And part of that too is how we plan. So um, what we have to do after this uh, podcast is kind of plan our week of what we're going to be doing for the next uh, Yeah, so we have fun things days. to look forward to. Exactly. Yeah. Because if you wake up to nothing, you're going to have nothing to do if you don't plan. So I think that's something that we have to work on is planning the days. Not totally spe- specific every single hour or anything like that, but just something like maybe one thing for the day that's what we're going to look forward to what's that going to look like what's that going to be you know for today's sunday so uh you know monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday so we're going to be here almost nine days so you know we have some ideas what we're going to do but we got to put it on paper and that's a good thing that we're going to look forward to doing after we're done here and i think that's always good too is is yes it's fun to be spontaneous but if you are type A people, it's better to have at least most of your days planned. And if it doesn't work out that day and you end up finding something else that's fun to do or that you want to do, great. But I think it's very important to make sure that you do have plans on the table so that you can really enjoy um, your trip and enjoy each other because that's essentially what vacations are for. And the other thing I was going to say too is... Um, incorporating exercise and making sure that you're not overeating on your your trip that will also help because I know caffeine is not good for anxiety I know that you know we both try to avoid that at as much as we can and I do know that eating fast food and fried foods and things like that that also is just going to dry us out even more because when you're in a drier climate like we are you want to focus on more fruits more vegetables maybe some plant-based meals But I think that's what we're also going to try and do when we're um, on this vacation. But I do think that this is a good um, spot to end, at least for today. I think that if nothing else, at least this was a nice um, little snippet of introducing my spouse because I kept saying that I, you know, I wanted to have you on today and I do appreciate your insight. And I don't know if you had anything else that you wanted to add, but... um, No, just thanks for having me on and... Again, I'm just uh, trying to help help everything along uh, what you, with what you're doing and support what you're doing. And uh, I'd like to be on maybe uh, next year. <laughs> Not next year. We'll have you on way before next year. But anyhow, I want to appreciate um, everyone that listened in today. This has been very fun. This is awesome that I got to have him on today. But Um, Thank you again, and remember to be kind. And one more quick thing that I forgot to say is when we were on the plane, this is a little tip, um, please remember that the the stewardesses are there and the stewards to... The flight attendants. The flight attendants, I'm sorry. Are 1980. Okay, sorry. The flight attendants are there to, you know, they're not there for you to badger and pick on and be rude to. So what we ended up doing is we did buy gift cards, just small ones, $5 each. 
I bought five of them for them to pass out on the plane to everyone that was working and I thanked them and that was it. And I think that the rest of the time it was awesome because we got a little bit more attention, which doesn't, you know, hurt either when you're flying, but just remember to thank them and it's just such a nice way to give back. And I know that that's one huge thing that I always tell you guys is try to pay it forward at least, you know, once a day or once every few days to someone somewhere, maybe buy someone a coffee, maybe pay for someone's groceries if they only have a few things or if you feel generous. But please try and be kind to people right now, especially in these times. So thank you again. And I hope you guys all have a wonderful day. And I look forward to seeing you all soon. Love and light. Bye-bye.